From Fear to Fire, Secrets to Overcome Fear, Embrace Your Gifts, and Achieve Success. This is the place where real people share real challenges and where you can find a common bond and uncommon wisdom through their journeys to help you move from fear to fire. I am Heather Hansen O'Neill. I am your host. And today's quote is by John Maxwell. A leader is one who knows the way goes the way, and shows the way. And we've got somebody showing you the way today. Nikki Ballou, a.k.a. the heart leader, the man who believes in you and the majesty of your dreams, the millionaire maker, and the number one international best-selling author of 10 books. He has read over 4,000 books and is the host of the number one podcast in the world for thought leadership. He's the creator of the thought leader, heart leader designation, and he and his team have helped over 80 entrepreneurs add, are you sitting down? six to nine figures to their annual income. I'm super excited to share with you, Nikki Ballou. Hello, Nikki. How are you? I'm blessed and grateful, Heather. Honored to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, I am so excited. We had a wonderful conversation before, and I know it's going to be just as good, even even better today. So before I dive into some things that I want to know about, do you have anything that you'd like to share about your backstory? I've I've given a very abridged version of your bio. We'll put everything else into the show notes for those who want to read it all. But tell me from your perspective about your backstory. Absolutely. I'm originally an immigrant from the Middle East. I'm a Christian from Iran. When I was 11 years old, the Islamic Revolution took place in Iran. And my um, late father, God rest his soul, he could see the writing on the wall that this was not going to be a great place to raise a Christian family anymore. So he made a plan and he got us out of Iran and he took us to where I now live, which is in Toronto, uh, in Canada. And at the time, I didn't want to leave my home. I didn't want to leave my friends. I was 11, you know. But looking back, it was the single greatest thing my dad could have done for me and for our family. He took us from a legacy of tyranny to a legacy of freedom. And as a result, I've become the biggest champion for freedom because I see every human being inside their heart beats the living heart of freedom. They want to be free. They want to chart their own course they want to take a path that they've chosen they don't want to be told what to do or how to do it and if you're an entrepreneur freedom is the bedrock foundation of you being able to be an entrepreneur without freedom you won't be able to think of ideas that you want to pursue you'll be told what to do you know there's a book written by ayn rand called anthem and in the book, the main protagonist is told what he's uh, going to be when he turns 18, street sweeper, you know, that the job's chosen for him. And, you know, it was absolutely crazy. And you've got to understand as an entrepreneur, the freedom is what allows you to make your visions come true. So for me, I think every entrepreneur has to be someone who not only believes in the majesty of their dreams and their beautiful vision, but has to be someone who's a champion for freedom. And I'm a champion for the champions for freedom. I believe in entrepreneurs. My late father used to say to me when I was growing up, you know, Nikki, it's not about money. 
It's about people. And my mentor, Mark Von Muser, said, it's not, it's not a numbers game. It's a people game. And dad would come and say, you know that person in front of you? That's someone's mother. That's someone's sister. That's someone's wife. That's someone's daughter. That's someone's husband. That's someone's brother. That's someone's son, right? Um, and that is a person who's a hero to somebody, you know? There's someone who looks up to them and is counting on them. And maybe they've had an interaction with someone just like you who burned them, who made them big promises and delivered nothing. And dad would say, it's your job to restore their faith in human nature by being a good human being. Everybody's looking for someone to love them, someone to believe in them, someone to care about them. We all need that. When you pour into people, you make them bigger, better, stronger, more powerful. Mm. And that's what I see. My job in my business, my life is to believe in people, to pour into them, to, to love them, and to, to show them that there's someone who believes in them. And I, I'm telling you that in my experience, when I do this for people, and this is my true superpower, they blossom, they succeed, they win, they make more money. You know, they're more fulfilled. All of that comes to fruition for them, mm-hmm. you know. Now, there's a whole lot more that's a part of that. Absolutely. You know, we show people how to how to do what they do. We show them how to have a brilliant message so they're a thought leader. We show them how to, how, how to be successful in enrollment and sales through serving, not selling, because nobody wants to be sold. Heather, neither you nor I want to be sold. All that's important. But the bedrock foundation of all that is that's a fellow human being and I care and I'm going to show them that I care bottom line. You know, I, this is one of the reasons, this is the reason why we immediately connected and it resonated. I just, what a gift your father gave you. Gosh, I wish I, I had known him as well. He sounds incredible. Um, and what a gift you now pay forward to your clients and everyone that you interact with. I love that. We have a common foundation. Um, I I believe very strongly in freedom. It's why I do what I do. And yes, I, I am one of those people who doesn't like to be told what to do, you know, full disclosure. <laughs> so uh, I'm with you in this whole like freedom thing being so important. But why does free enterprise matter to the people who are listening right now? Yeah, that's a great question. And right now there is, um, uh, I think, a bit of a historical amnesia in the West, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, I, I, I'm, I'm 56 years old, okay? I remember when there was this titanic struggle between the free West and the socialist tyrannical uh, East. Uh, And um, I remember the speeches of Margaret Thatcher, John Paul II and Ronald Reagan. I remember Ronald Reagan standing in Berlin uh, and they had this bulletproof glass around him because they thought a sniper might want to take him out. And he was right by the Berlin Wall. And I remember him standing up and saying, Mr. Gorbachev, if you want peace, you know, if you want harmony between the nations, tear down this wall. I remember getting goosebumps, jumping out of my seat and clapping, going, yeah, that's right, tear down the wall. Stop shooting people who want to leave. 
you know, and I remember all that. And I remember no thinking to myself, never again are we going to let the ideas of tyranny take over. And yet there seemed to have been a fifth column in the West that come in and insidiously put these stupid, crazy ideas that have not only never worked, but have done the opposite of work into the minds of our young. And our young are thinking, oh, no, no, socialism, where is that? Do you realize socialism basically means telling people what to do at the at the end of a barrel of a gun? That's what it means. You do what I say or I'll shoot you. And it's absolute insanity. Absolute insanity. If if you want to have a business, you need to be free. You need to be free to choose what kind of business you're going to do. You need to be free to get into contracts and agreements with people. And they need to be free to do the same with you. So that's why free enterprise matters. And if you're in business, for you to say, oh, no, no, I'm only in business. I don't want to get involved in this stuff. You're, you're involved whether you like it or not. You're involved whether you like it or not. The fact that you're in business means you're involved. You've got a target on your back. So you better stand up for the people who are standing up for you. Because if you don't, there's going to be a day, as Ronald Reagan said, when men will sit around and say, remember in the United States, in the West, where men and, and women once used to be free? Because that's what it'll be like. Mm. Those goosebumps. You know, and it leads me to asking about the heart leader. You know, it's part of your bio, it's part of your DNA, it's part of what you do. Tell me a little bit about what is a heart leader to you and why is it important? So what is a heart leader to me? A heart leader is someone who leads from the heart. Heart leader is someone who cares about their fellow man, you know, and is out there doing what they do to be of service. You know, my father and my mentor, Mark, that, that's all they talk about is life is about people. And if you want to be successful in business, you've got to solve problems for people. That's how you get to earn a profit. The purpose of business, imagine a Venn diagram. One circle says problems. The other circle says people. And the circle at the bottom says profit. And where all three intersect is the word purpose. The purpose of a business is to solve acute problems for amazing people. And that allows you to make a wonderful profit. That's all it is. It seems you know, so simple. We overcomplicate it, don't we? So, Heather, I had a client, and this client, she's a good woman, a good woman, you know. She's a doctor of natural medicine. And she, when I met her, she she did well. She made six figures a year, okay. Um, but when I met her, she, she was a woman on a mission, just like I'm a man on a mission, her father, her late father, was dying of a geoblastoma, brain cancer at the time. And he was a, um, a go-getter, successful entrepreneur. And she was daddy's girl, you know, and still the way she spoke about him was just incredible. And she came to us saying, look, I need to honor my father by building a successful business. That would show him that I honor him. And we said, that sounds great. So what's what do you need to do? She says, well, I, I love helping people. And it was so clear. And we said, look, you need to speak about this more. 
but who do you help? And she says, look, I can help anybody with any health problem. And that was a problem because I thought, no, you cannot. If you're all things to all people, you're nothing to nobody. So we helped her narrow her focus. And how did we do that? Well, we had her, imagine another Venn diagram. These are the people you've gotten the best results for. The other circle is the people that you've enjoyed working with the most. And the final circle is the people that were easiest to transact with. Like they paid in full, on time, didn't nickel and dime you. Mm-hmm. And where all three of those intersect is your ideal client. That's the ideal client zone, right? So for her, we discovered it was very simple. It was women, professional women, over 45, married with kids, good marriages, good families, successful in business. But their itch that they wanted to scratch so badly was they did not feel pretty and sexy and beautiful anymore. Mm-hmm. And I know how that doesn't matter to any woman, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> no, so what I what I helped her do is come up with a great name for her program. And it was get your sexy back. Oh, I like that. Get your sexy yeah. back. Yeah. Anyways, we worked with her for just over three years. In year one, she doubled her business. In year two, she doubled it again. And in year three, she doubled it again. She went from six figures a year to six figures a month. Mm. How? By showing her heart and by getting really clear on a tight, dialed-in message so that the people, the good people that needed her knew who she was and how she could help them. Mm. That's it. That's it, right? So <laughs> But I feel like that is that's where I I have also had some challenges. So so I have a, a follow-up question on that. And what I mean by that from my personal perspective for myself and for some of my clients, we have a wide range of things that we can do. We have a wide range of things that we um like to do. But just because we can do them and just because we like to do them doesn't mean we should be doing all of them all of the time. Right, Nikki? So so I know that there are some people listening right now who have to overcome that, which I overcame. So what would you say to them? How would you help them with that? Well, number one is you don't have to put yourself in a straitjacket for the rest of your life and say, this is all I'm gonna do for the rest of my life. I can't do anything else and this is it. Part of what we teach people inside of our branded thought leader workshops is that there's actually a strategy called the cluster strategy. I learned it from a man named Matt Church in Australia. And again, imagine a Venn diagram. Mm -hmm. And in the first circle you have market. This is the target market of people you work with. The second diagram is a message. This is your message, your marketing message to your market. And the third, the third circle is a method of delivery. So three M's market message method of delivery. And you, because of the way we show people what to do is you can actually look at your expertise and you can create up to 54 potential uh, things to do for the marketplace, 54. And you can tell yourself, you know what, I'm going to do the first one for a year. And, but if, if I hit $20,000 a month with the first one, I'm going to keep doing it, but then I'm going to try the second one. Mm. 
And in fact, one of the things Matt says is that if you want to go from zero to a million dollars a year, the fastest way to do that is a three-year horizon. And as a three-year horizon, what you need to do is you need to say, to map out these 54, what we call clusters, and you need to, to launch one every 90 days mm. and expect six of them to completely fail, completely fail. And if they fail, you, you ditch them. But if, if they succeed, you double down on them. And mm -hmm. out of six that completely fail, you're going to have three limp along. There's going to be two that are going to do well, and there's going to be one that's going to do monstrously well. Mm -hmm. So that's your goal. Mm -hmm. So if you're one of those people, I, I can show you how you can do 12 different things in the next three years and still make a million dollars a year. I mean, that's a wonderful thing, right? Yeah, that's, that's an absolutely one. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would work for a lot of people. <laughs> so all right, sure let's ask another question. Um, let's talk about comfort zones for a moment because I'm not a fan. And I think that you have some tips on how people can get out of them. What do you, what do you think? What can you tell people? That's a great question. So your comfort zone is where your dreams and ambitions go to die. Oof. Right? <laughs> like if you think about it is there's a, there's a famous writer. His name is Steve Pressfield. He wrote a book called the war of art. Are you familiar with this book? No, I'm not. I'm going to write that one down. The right, war here, of here. Art. I have it on my I want to pull it up here and show it to you. This is the book. It's called The War of Art. And basically, it says, break through the blocks and win your inner creative battles. Now, he's a writer. Mm -hmm. His most famous book is called The Legend of Bagger Vance. It was turned into a movie oh, yeah. with Will Smith. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in this book, he um, he talks about how anyone who takes on an outsized creative goal and he thinks uh, and posits that entrepreneurs are creatives right because we're creating something new has to go to battle every day with themselves mm. and the battle is with a force within us that he labels resistance with the capital r and resistance is that insidious part of you that is always giving you an excuse to not get into action so if let's say you say, I want to lose 25 pounds, resistance is the part of you that goes, oh, you can start tomorrow. Sleep in another 20 minutes. It's okay. Resistance is the slayer of ambition, the destroyer of dreams. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I'm – an ambitious man. I'm an ambitious woman. I want to make an extra million dollars a year. I want to publish my magnum opus book. I want to be a guest on a hundred podcasts. I'm telling you all that's doable, especially the hundred podcast thing. I just did an event last week with uh, Raymond Aaron called get booked and get paid. And we showed people how to go on podcasts as a guest and make an extra six figures a year just from being a guest on a podcast. And it's a brilliant thing. But if that's what you want, 
you need to understand that your resistance is going to come at you moment one. Moment one. And try to take you out. Mm. Try to take you out. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of it is that you can defeat resistance, but you got to defeat resistance again and again and again. Right, right. You can't just, it's not a one and done situation. Yeah, I call that the chat. Like showering, girl. You got to shower every day. Exactly, exactly. Oh, I love it, Nikki. This is great stuff. So I, um, with my focus on humanity, humanity and business, in particular humanity and sales, I am very drawn to your people first philosophy of doing business. So I know you alluded to it already, but can we dive just a little bit deeper into it and see, you know, what, how some of our listeners might be able to, to walk away with a different mindset about it, or maybe even a different action that they want to take toward it? I think that's great. Um, let me tell you another story. Cause I think, you know, they say uh, that stories are a wonderful way for people to learn lessons. Yes. And I believe that very strongly. Mm-hmm. So I had a young man who came to us, um, gosh, it was eight years ago. Wow, time flies. <laughs> he was 25 at the time and he was a personal fitness trainer. Mm-hmm. And Heather, he was a good dude. He was just a good dude. He was the kind of dude that you would want to date your daughter. You, you know oh, what I'm talking really? about? Like, yep, yep. Like yep, you would yep. tell your daughter, no, no, get rid of these losers. This Go with guy. this guy. He's your guy. You just gotta trust me. This guy. He's he's your guy. Like, and and he cared about people. He was positive, and um, you would you would just like you 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 got to know him. You would be cheering for him. You'd be wondering how he's doing. You'd be finding ways to help him. Like that's just the kind of human being he was. Unfortunately, when it came to business he was dumb as a post (laughs) (laughs) i was a post he was a really good fitness trainer but not on so much business so i went to him and i'm like hey um dan his name's dan i said danny so tell me who do you help and again like like the naturopathic doctor uh he said oh well i can help anybody do anything and i'm like no that's not gonna work so he said, really? And then, you know, we, I explained why. And he goes, okay. And he says, I got it. I got it. I'm going to work with doctors. And I'm like, okay, why? He says, well, my dad's a doctor and I love my dad. And I thought, oh, that sounds promising. <laughs> he said, plus they got a lot of money. And I'm like, oh, no, no, Dan, you can't go after the money. That cannot be the, no, no, no I'm doing it. Six months we work with him and he got like two clients this way. So, Danny, we need to change this. It's not working. He goes, okay, okay, okay. I got it. Cardiologist, cardiologist. I'm like, why cardiologist? They make more money than doctors. They make more money than doctors. I'm like, oh, my God, Danny, it's not going to work like this. No. No, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Six months, zero cardiologists signed up. I'm like, all right. And as luck would have it, as God would have it, Dan met a man who was a Paralympic athlete. He had lost a leg in a childhood accident and they worked out together and he trained him for months. And it was incredible how well they meshed together. And in fact, he helped this man win some medals at at championships. Like it was a big deal, right? 
and then he came to me really sheepishly and he said nikki i'm, I'm sorry i says why are you sorry he said you were right i, I go that's always nice to hear but tell me why i was right <laughs> you know? he said um i was just trying to go after the money with those guys and, and i was my heart wasn't and it didn't really work and i go yeah yeah he said um I, i'm not going to do that anymore i said that's good danny he said i want to work with people with missing limbs these people you know they're heroic what they're doing and and i know how to help them and a lot of them don't think they can work out and that's not true they can work out they can get fit they can they can make something of themselves health-wise this doesn't have to be like a like a a mediocrity sentence and I, I looked at him i said danny that's that's beautiful man great do it uh, you need to understand heather this is this is a man who really didn't understand business very well and really did not you know he was he was a trainer he wasn't an intellectual giant okay i'm just being straight with you and in six weeks six weeks he signed up 400 clients 400 clients no ad spend zero ad spend zero dollars spent on advertising this was an organic word of mouth situation once he got going and he was on social media he was not trying to make money and he went from making 12 or 1300 dollars a month to making over a hundred thousand dollars a month as a personal trainer now heather you know that personal trainers don't make that kind of money right they, they, they just don't and he does <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he does how did that become possible well ironically when he stopped going after the money when he started trying to help human beings who were suffering. And if you think about it, why did so many clients sign up with him? Because his message on the surface of it was, I'm going to make you strong. I'm going to help you be better. But his real message underneath that is, I love you. You're a great human being and you deserve, and you deserve to be the best version of yourself. And I'm going to show you how you can be the best version of yourself. And that message, Heather, that's a message that people with missing limbs probably had never heard from someone who was a personal trainer ever, ever. And it's because the one most personal trainers would hear. Yeah. Right. Most personal trainers would look at them and go, they, 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 they probably can't work out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the oh message gosh, that their soul story. needed to hear, yeah. the message that their soul needed to hear was what got them to sign up with this man in droves. Mm hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So that makes it super clear to me. I'm certain the listeners now are, are not just feeling the goosebumps. They're leaning in and they want me to ask this next question. Nikki, how can people find out more about you? How can they learn more from you? Look, I got a podcast. You can go listen to me interview a bunch of people. It's called The Thought Leader Revolution. Um, 500 plus episodes in. Uh, you know, God, you can get more Nikki than you probably want. <laughs> I've, written, I've written 10 books and published 10 books. As you've said, if you're a reader, I recommend you go to Amazon and you pick up some of those books. You, you know, reading a book is like starting a relationship with the author, in my opinion, right? It's, yeah. uh, it's a beautiful 
do that. I, I love that. I, I read over a hundred books a year and that's one of my favorite things to do is to do that. Um, but if you want to, if you're, if you, if you want to have a conversation, if you believe as I believe in the importance and the power of a conversation, then get on my calendar. And especially if you're dealing with something in your life or in your business that you want to talk about, I'll give you 45 minutes of my time for free. And you can do that by going to ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment. I'll um, put that link into the show notes for those of you who are listening and driving or on the treadmill or something. <laughs> Don't worry. There'll be a, a, a link for you. Go ahead, Nikki. Yeah, I, I love meeting new people. I love expanding my, uh, my network as it were my my influence my reach and i'm on a mission right now called mission 40 i'm a man on a mission and mission 40 is we believe that there's a lot of entrepreneurs right now that could use a boost mm -hmm. could use uh being around somebody who can pour into them and love and love on them and make them win and so we put together a program initially it was called 60k in 60 days but we expanded it to 90k in 90 days and we didn't okay. we didn't increase the price we kept okay. the price the same as we did for 60k in 60 days and it's really designed to like jumpstart whatever money you got coming in now we want to bring in a, at least an extra 90k over the next 90 days over and above what you know you're already going to make and there's people that are doing a lot better than that by the way i mean that's you know just 90 and 90 it's got a nice kind of ring to it right yeah, 60 and 60 and 90 and 90 so yeah so yeah. If if you're in business right now and you could use a bump and you could use being loved on and you could use being a part of a bunch of like-minded people and you're, you know, you've, maybe you've done a bunch of programs, maybe some have been good, maybe some haven't been so good, but you, you really want somebody who's going to back up that we're going to stick with you to get you the result. That's us. I'm really keen on making sure everyone gets a massive return on their investment. Uh, I can't guarantee it. People ask you, can you guarantee it? No, at the end of the day, you've got to put in the effort. You've got to put in the work. It's not going to happen without that, right? If it were just up to me, that'd be different. But I don't. God didn't make it that way. We all have to be in charge of our own results and our own destiny. Yeah. But what I can tell you is that for me, um, having good people around me who believed in me and poured into me was instrumental in my success. And I, I'll bet you it'll be instrumental in yours. That's beautiful. I'll make sure to put that as well. And thank you so much, Nikki. It's time. The time flew by. It's time for your final parting words of wisdom. You've given us great stories. You've given us great nuggets. Is there anything else that you have a burning desire to share with the listeners today? Can I share one last story? Of course. I am always up for another story. So this is my favorite story. Um, so in 2018, um, God, it was almost six years ago. It blows me away. I was introduced to a woman. Um, I'm going to call her Julie. Okay. Julie was the country director for Canada for one of the world's oldest and largest personal development firms. Mm -hmm. And she was a rock star, like high energy, newer stuff, brilliant in enrollment. And so Julie, um, had a unique situation. She had brought in a man to help her run the company. And for about a year or so, when she did that, things went great. 
But after a year, their visions of the future started to diverge. Mm -hmm. And there was a board of directors involved. And so they kicked her out of her own company. Oh, and you might no. go, what? Yeah, but with a oh. board of directors, that can happen, right? I didn't get kicked out of your own company. Oh. Reminded me kind of of Steve Jobs in the early 80s when he mm -hmm. brought John Scully in from Pepsi and they kicked mm -hmm. him out and they kept Scully, right? Yep. And just like Steve Jobs, she was like, whoa, bereft, lost, upset. For about 18 months, she was in that space. It was wild. And so she came to us. And we could see this is a good woman, mm -hmm. a good human being. And we poured into her. We loved on her. We showed her how to get her uh, niche narrowed. We showed her how to come up with a uh, powerful message. We showed her how to lead with one thing because she had a thousand things she could do for people. You know what I mean? Right, right. And so she was helping right. entrepreneurs with $10 million plus companies who were burning out. Mm -hmm. overcome their burnout and overwhelm powerful powerful program in her first month she made ten thousand dollars in her second month she made twelve thousand dollars in her third month she made eighteen thousand dollars but heather in her fourth month she crushed it she went up to sixty two thousand two hundred dollars okay and she's from ottawa i'm from toronto five hour drive my oldest son plays soccer and he had a tournament in Ottawa. He was 12 at the time. He's almost 18 now. And I called her up because she has a son his age. And I said, hey, my son and I are coming to Ottawa for a tournament. Would you and your son like to come watch a game or two and then have lunch with us? And she said, absolutely. That sounds great. So we did that. And you know, everybody had a good time. And then we came home. Now, four times a year, I do an event in Toronto called the Branded Thought Leader Immersion Workshops. It is a deep dive intensive, an immersive three days where you take a deep dive into you and into how to, how to create you as a thought leader, as a commercially successful thought leader who can be a global thought leader. And this is how we've helped so many people, you know, unknowns to like professionally famous. And there is a point in this program, like in every program, where we had a back-end registration opportunity, right? So our back-end registration opportunity is very powerful. And the way that we do that is we ask our members to share their experience. It's way better than me pitching, right? So yeah, yeah. I said, who would like to share? Normally, people put up their hand and I select somebody not today. <laughs> Julie bounds up on stage and almost knocks me over. And she's <laughs> tiny. And, and, you know, I'm not that tiny, right? Um, so I go, okay. And I recede into the background. And she's in the foreground in the front of the stage. And I can see her from behind, right? Everyone's seeing her, her from the front. And then she's not speaking. She's looking at people. And then her shoulders start to go like this. And I'm like, what's going on? And then I hear a sob, and I'm like, is she crying? Oh, no. And then in my own head, all this is going on in my own head. Is she crying? What did I do wrong? Like every man says when there's a woman crying in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do wrong? <laughs> so she, um, my, my, I work with my sweetheart, and she came on stage with a box of tissues and handed them 
to Julie and Julie gratefully grabbed the couple. And then she turns to me and she says, Nikki, come up. And I come over and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I went. That's and she said, Nikki, between her sobs, you didn't know this, but when you and your son came to visit me and my son, my sweet little boy said, mommy, 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 who are we going to go meet? You know how boys are, right? Excited. And she said, oh, sweetie, we're going to meet Nikki Ballou and his son. And then she said, all of a sudden, my boy became very quiet and mm. said, oh, mommy, are we going to get to meet the man who saved our family? And I'm like, now, Heather, I'm an old school Persian man. I am not a snowflake. I don't cry in public. I bawled like a little baby. We hugged. And she said to me between her sobs and her tears, Nikki, you didn't know this, but when we first met, the bank was about to take our home. We hadn't paid our mortgage in months. And my husband and I were fighting over money every day in front of the kids. The kids were afraid that we were going to break up. I was afraid we were going to break up. But meeting you turned all that around. I was able to pay back the bank, what we owed them. We stopped fighting about money. And our family stronger than ever. You helped us literally save our family. And then we hugged one more time. And, you know, we're both kind of crying and mascaras running down our face and all that jazz. And, and you, you know, um, normally I bring two or three people up to share. I, you you was, can't bring somebody up after that. There's no way. <laughs> so I had her sit down and I'll tell you what happened next. What happened next was we handed out all the registration forms. And our back end is a substantial investment. Okay, I'll just leave it at that. It is not, you know, a, a trivial amount of money. Everyone in the room with zero prompting, zero conversation, really not even really looking at the price. Like that's the part that blew me away. Signed up. Everyone. Everyone. And I sat there. And I first thought to myself, wow, my job, you know, in business, sure, we all want to make money. We all got to take care of our families. Yeah, that is a given. Like, I think everyone understands that. But my job in business, why God put me here and gave me this, this superpower is to help someone who's hurting and suffering, who has not had someone believe in him in a long time be believed in to the point where they believe in themselves again and they can get out there and do what they need to do. And that was wonderful and humbling to understand. Mm -hmm. And for your listener, don't focus on how much money you're going to make or how good it is going to be for you. Focus on that fellow man, that fellow woman who needs you. And pour all your love into them, pour all your heart into them and help them believe in themselves again. You'll be so much more gratified with that than all this, how much money am I going to make and get out of this way of thinking? I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. 
Just pour the love on, pour it in. And that will expand. That'll create those ripple effects. Nikki, thank you. Powerful stories. I appreciate you. I appreciate your heart. Listeners, if you appreciated Nikki's heart and his stories and his wisdom, share, share this message out with your friends. Let us know what you thought of it. Send us a, 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 a note about it, or, or you can leave um, a remark on the podcast. We appreciate those very much, and we appreciate you. Nikki, you are appreciated. Thank you again. Thank you.